How about uh, instead of Alanis Morissette, it's I want to see a set and then in parentheses of titties. Um, I think the parentheses really add something. Yeah, it's it's the Doug Zone, everybody. Hello. I'm, <laughs> we're working on our cold opens. So we can, <laughs> As uh, you can see, it's not going well, but not going well. But if we have if we want to overtake Doom Scroll anytime <laughs> soon, we're going to need to we need to step up our game. Which is why we're introducing a saxophone player that's going to do a cool <laughs> riff at random and times. It's a monster. We're getting rid of the Squid theme song. Which Sorry, Squid. It, yeah, I think, frankly, the fact that Digital Monster didn't do our theme song is what's been holding us back this whole time. I mean, we have all the pieces. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> the, the dark charisma. Yeah. Um, Ethan's cover art. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> AE Discord. Yeah. I what mean, else could it be? <laughs> we upload. Yeah, we yeah exactly, and in that way we are exactly like Doom uh-huh. Scroll. In that yeah. way, we are exactly like all of the famous podcasts. Yeah, uh, which unfortunately, you know, does mean that we're exactly the same as like Pod Save America and the Joe Rogan. Well, experience. Ethan didn't do the art for those. That, that's should. true. Yeah, they'd yeah. be good. I'd listen to them if if Ethan did the art for them. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you, for all of your podcast <laughs> art needs, reach out to friend of the show Ethan. Um, and one day we'll be on the show. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough start. Not as rough as the start to this week's Doug video, which oh I, my gosh, I we need talk- to just discuss this immediately. Okay, so we'll talk about happened- our days afterwards. Okay, this is the garbage pail kids video. The experience that I had watching this video, I had a long day at work today. I worked for like seven hours, and I made seven dollars in tips. Yeah, That's so like, good. it's not it's not ideal. Um, <laughs> normally I'll make optimal. like. $60 and I made seven. So Not- I was like, oh, oh, this sucks. And then I got home and I was like, oh, I have to watch the Doug video and I play it. And I don't have captions on. And I always have captions on, but I didn't this time. And I hear him say something and I'm like, well, surely that's incorrect. So I rewind <laughs> it and turn on the captions. No, he says like that this movie rapes him. Yeah, twice. He goes like, twice. I've been raped. This is like being raped, everybody. <laughs> he's also, for those of you listening on home, he says that at the 29 second mark. Like, right off the bat, Doug is coming in hot. Um, It is a brutal watch. It's crazy. It's literally like 30 seconds in, he makes, he makes this, so he says, I feel honest to God raped by the, no, he says, I'd feel raped. I feel honest to God raped by this movie. It is that bad. It's really rough. Um, I just, it's this video like d- took something from me. Yeah. But at this the is... same time, and this might be a hot take. <laughs> I preferred it to uh, the, the dark Knight reviews. It helped. Oh yeah. That, that this there was, was one like, video. Yeah, there was one video, and the one video was only 25 minutes long. Jeez, only 25. But, um... I feel yeah. like he could have condensed it down. Like, the script's a little loose, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, especially <laughs> in the intro. Like, the first, like, minute is yeah, just I half that. of him just and sitting it's in silent. silence. 
Yeah. He doesn't have any background music, no background noise. It's him talking and then the static of a bad microphone. It's That's literally it. my solo episode is what it is at the beginning, like the intro. It's just like long and who would pauses. listen to that? Yeah, who in their right mind would sit down and listen to an insane man ramble? I will say this is also the most amount of times that I've been like, oh, Doug just doesn't understand movies. Yeah, it's... Because some of the yeah. things that he's like, this makes no sense. I'm like, I I feel even without the context, even with only the context you're showing me, <laughs> I understand I get this it. movie better than you. Yeah. And- like, it starts with, a, with like <laughs> a space, yeah, and then a garbage can spaceship flying by, and he's like, well, this would make about as much sense as if it were a super dog flying by. And I was like... <laughs> They're called the Garbage Pail Kids. They're aliens that come to Earth in a garbage can. Like, yeah. I can connect those yeah, dots. Like, and I'm I don't understand how this relates to the movie. It's like, I feel like you do. How but... does this garbage pail relate to these kids? <laughs> Where did these kids come from? Uh, but, um, yeah, no, it's... The Garbage Pail Kids is one of the... It's famously one of the worst movies ever made. And yet but somehow Doug makes me want to defend it, uh-huh. just how bad like, he is at understanding. Okay, here's another one of him being stupid. The whole time he's like, now these people are wearing some wacky clothing. And it's just <laughs> like, it literally just looks like somebody set a movie in the 80s. That's the wacky clothing because yeah. it's a movie set in the 80s. Yeah, and now it's not like the clothing is good. No. Because it, this is a movie that I am almost And had no budget. Yeah, it was like, you know, it was made entirely to launder money for some like pedophile sex trafficking. And they spent all the money on the terrifying kid puppets. Yeah, like the which the, the demons that arise in this movie. The one that like wears white and is like a baby, that one I'm very scared of. I was trying to while I watched the movie, I was trying to figure out which one I hated the most so I could say something about oh, it. Oh, I figured it out. I think it's for me it's the crocodile one, personally. I that don't one like that was one just so far away from human that it didn't bother me. <laughs> That's fair. It isn't like, in the Uncanny Valley. Yeah, the rest people. of them way too like firm in the middle of Uncanny Valley for me. That's definitely true. Yeah, it's it's not good. Oh, one thing before we forget, I would like to note though, this video is uh, quite historic in that this is the first time we have one of Doug's uh, classic drawn thumbnails where he, you know. Uh, <laughs> You know the one. If you've seen a nostalgic critic video from like the year 2009 through I think like 2015, he stopped doing them recently. And we've gotten more evil head uh, ones that's just like Photoshop Doug. But for a while, it was like this weird stylized muscular Doug with a very strong chin. I'm looking oh, at Chad the, Doug. Yeah, I'm looking at the drawings now and they don't. It's Chad Doug, right? Yeah, they don't really correlate. But yeah, he. Anyway, he has them in like the thumbnails for most of his videos for quite some time. And then he stopped doing them for some reason. I don't know. Maybe the artist. That's how he sees himself. It might be. I, you know, look, I can't tell if Doug is like narcissistic enough and dumb enough to think that this is how he looks or if he's like, I don't know. I can't tell. I wonder. So I don't think it's the way he. Okay, I'm refining my theory. I okay. think that he thinks his audience is stupid enough that he can get away with saying that. Yes, him. yeah, that that I believe. Yeah. yeah, where he's like, "Look, they can understand that it is me, and therefore they will think it is." Yeah, um, they'll think that's what I look like. Yeah, 
Uh, and it's working on me because, frankly, this looks very realistic <laughs> from where I'm sitting. Uh, it helps that Doug isn't on the screen right now, but that's exactly how I imagine him. Um, I do want to appreciate a, a, a character that Doug doesn't like in this movie, but I love. The weird antique shop guy. Weird antique shop guy is great. Um, because of one line that he says. Wherever he pulls out a sword and goes, <laughs> everything was perfect before they invented gunpowder. Which is an awesome thing to just say out of nowhere. Like, forget about return to monkey, it's return to sword. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like that one uh, Japanese ambassador. I think I talked about him already. The guy in Ukraine. Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I Look, I stand by my take that he wasn't as cool as everyone said. But <laughs> as time has gone by, I do have to hand it to him. Being willing to just die because you're afraid of looking like a coward for running away from a country being invaded. Pretty funny move. That's pretty um, cool. But yeah, I'd I, rather be dead than cringe. <laughs> I also like the, uh, I do like that there's just a gang of 20 year olds who beat up a 12 year old. That is good. Like Doug, the, some of the things that Doug well, makes fun of in the movie. And then molest yeah it is a little, it's a little weird that one of them like you know pulls like a an elementary school teacher on this one you know like the uh how every every county has like that story where it's like a teacher marries one of her students and that's no good all of the guys in the comments are just like i wish that was me i wish i was molested in in middle school um but yeah it's it's a little weird but yeah all of the things that doug complains about in this movie where he's like I don't understand why there's these old people beating up a kid. Like that's that's a pretty funny concept. It's one of the few things that's that this movie one. did that I think is pretty funny. You know, um, you know what's a stupid thing he said? There's a portion where the garbage pail kids steal a Pepsi truck. And oh, he says, yes. like, these are the lessons you're showing your kids, as if the garbage pail kids are supposed to be lessons to children. Which yeah. <laughs> I, not the intention of them. I like that Doug Walker literally does like the uh it shows the characters doing a bad thing and therefore it must be endorsing it. Like line of thought. Yeah. That, like annoying people on Twitter like, say about like good fellas. <laughs> like, the garbage pail kids, like they're not necessarily the bad guys in this movie, but they're not the good guys. They're just yeah. kind of like this agent of chaos. <laughs> they're just the, the vehicles through which the and, plot. And slave plot. workers. They and, yeah. are forced to work in a sweatshop to make rip off Michael Jackson clothing. <laughs> which It's a bummer. Look, they can't win them all. Uh, but yeah, I, I do like that, that, you know, the idea of making like one of those, like, if you're idolizing them, then you miss the point memes and it's just pictures <laughs> of the garbage pail kids. It's comments <laughs> that people have made, like thirsting over the Columbine shooters, but we photoshopped the garbage pail kids over it. <laughs> or we just, uh, we just photoshopped the main character and then put in the one girl who, um, yeah, okay. We need to, we've, we've talked around this. We do need to address the fact that just one of the girls just is a pedophile in this movie. Oh, well, yeah. And I can't tell if... Well, no. I By the end of the movie, it is revealed that her feelings for him were genuine. Okay. Yes. She is genuinely a pedophile. It's one of those, like, started it as a joke, fell in love things, but if one of them was a child and the other one wasn't. Yeah. In the movie, I think she's supposed to be a teenager, but they it's hard to look tell. like 25. But yeah, so she... Uh, in the movie, the, the, the this group of teenagers, uh, for no discernible reason just hates this 12 year old uh and they like this 12 year old yeah they like spend their live every waking moment just Mm -hmm. think like how can we ruin this child's life um and which 
Like, this kid is shown later to have a killer right hook that he just hasn't been using. Oh, yeah. No, like, he, like, punches the soul out of these boys. Nothing has, like, physically changed about him at all, but he beats the shit out of the main bully at the end. He, like, rocks him. It is He has him on the ground, and he's, like, raining down fists. Like, it's... Yeah. It's brutal. He's like doing the scene in the Batman where he like juices himself up with the steroid and like <laughs> almost kills the one henchman. <laughs> he's a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> but yeah, so they they hate this boy for some reason. They hate him. He they, sucks. They hate his fucking guts. But they uh anyway, he it's discovered at one point that the garbage pail kids are all in, incredibly talented when it comes to making clothes for some reason it's never really explained in the movie i imagine or in the video and uh so these teenagers after they see this boy rock up in a a great outfit uh oh one lady one girl looks at him and she goes i like that shirt it makes you look and then she pauses and goes older which so bad Ooh, not good but anyway she then like seduces him like we see her like nibbling on his ear it's Oh, yeah, no, she's fully, like, kissing his neck at one point. It's crazy. Uh, And then later on, it's revealed that uh, she was was doing this, like, after being, I don't know, how would you describe, like, commissioned to do it? Like, she was was assigned to this role uh, by one of the other teenagers, so they can steal the garbage bail clothes. But she also seems to be in charge. Yeah, she's like in charge. Yeah, it's it's the same it's as like It's so weird as it's like a mafia boss deciding he's going to be the scapegoat. Yeah, it, it's like well, what I was thinking is it's like Quentin Tarantino like writing himself a role where he gets to say the n-word where she's like, "Okay, one of us is going to have to molest this child." I guess it has to be me. <laughs> that like, is what it is. 100% like, is. That's what she did. She's like, "Well, since no one else has volunteered for this role I didn't tell them about, I guess I've got to do it." But yeah, she but she also seems to like regret it where she's like, but he was so sweet. Um, but yeah, they want to steal his garbage pail clothes so they can sell them to fashion designers as their own, which. Yeah, OK, sure, whatever. Um, but anyway, after the movie, uh, I mean, after like the, the plot is resolved, she like tries to hit on the boy again. Where she's like, can we start over? Um, and instead of responding, no, you're 20. Uh, he goes, I'm literally 12. (laughs) No, I haven't hit puberty yet. What is wrong with you? He goes, I don't think you're pretty anymore. Yeah, no, that. (laughs) Which is so cool. That is so funny. That's crazy. (laughs) Not like a, you're a bad person. Like the, you're ugly. Like if someone's a pedophile (laughs) and you look at them and the insult that you come up with is you're ugly. They gotta it's... be real ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and Doug, to his credit, Doug does bring this up a couple times. Oh, 100%. He, he does talk about the weird the weird pedophile stuff. Yeah, he does um, complain that she's a pedophile. He does, though. I do want to say he says the word retarded like seven times. In this yeah, I, I was video. doing my R word counter. He says it three oh. times. Um, oh, I thought it was okay. Uh, well, it, but it hits so hard every time because it's like it's crazy. Because you just like, don't hear it anymore. Yeah, like seeing someone say it like openly in a YouTube video where their face is visible is just like a bygone era. Like I'll hear it like in conversation sometimes. Yeah, right? I've been known to throw it around but a few like, times myself whenever the mics it, are going. Being uh, <laughs> Doug and putting it 
in an edited video is very interesting to me. I don't yeah. even know if I'd put it in an edit, edited video. I mean, I say it on here, but like... Mm. Yeah, but I mean, you can say... I say much worse on here. You can say almost anything on a podcast. As <laughs> long as you aren't Joe Rogan or Shane Gillis, you will not get games for <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or Brendan Crick. I, yeah, or Brendan Crick. self <laughs> cancel. Uh, yeah, three people, all of whom I hold in the same amount of esteem. Let me be clear. Um, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to change my Twitter bio to fashionably retarded, but I don't think I can. Oh, you've got to do this because I can't so do funny. it in my bio. Um, I'll just I'll do it, but I'll put it in quotes and then tag you in it. Um, <laughs> I have a lot to say about a specific plot point in this movie. Okay, which go ahead. is. The garbage pail kids get taken to <laughs> a state home for the ugly. It's which so I good, think dude. is so funny. It's the best joke. I'm like, this movie might rule. Yeah. And then uh Doug like tries to point out ugly people and it's like Carrot Top and Joan Rivers. Yeah. And like you were thinking of ugly people and you picked Carrot Top and Joan Rivers. Yeah. And Michael Moore is the other one, which is like was was Joan Rivers ever like known for being ugly? No, she just had a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah, when like, she got older, she that. had Botox and plastic surgery. Does it look? Did it look good? Not particularly, but, but yeah, it's not like everybody was like Joan Rivers is disgusting. Like, yeah. but yeah, um, and Michael Moore, all similarly, like I mean, he's just like overweight. It's not like yes, there's anything particularly like, repulsive about Michael Karen Moore. Top, I feel like has leaned into him being goofy looking, so it's yeah. okay. But the other two is very weird. Yeah, exactly. If you're calling yourself Carrot Top, like, it's not like you're marketing yourself on how attractive you are. Okay, so this, I'm like, this movie might rule. And then they show the cops catching ugly people <laughs> in dog nets and implying that they're going to be killed. Yeah, they, like, These put them are in concent- <laughs> These are ugly people concentration camps. It is. That is what they do. They do ugly <laughs> holocaust. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Mu- so I'm like, like, is this movie anti-Semitic? Like, what? Yeah. What is going on? I is this supposed to be like this? Is just just like a weird subconscious coincidence? I don't know. Am I just always thinking about? Yeah, I just the worst possible thinking. light for everything, probably. But yeah, I mean, just like the concept of like capturing a seven year old with a dog net and then throwing and then killing it. him. Yeah, and then like just murdering the child is just insane and pretty funny. Like, oh, it's not yeah. like. It's not funny because it's a great idea. It's just funny because it's psychotic that this was an actual thing that someone made. But Doug seems to like, re- he's really hung up on this one. Like, and he doesn't complain about the things that we do, which is to say, you know, a little weird to like, go like, yeah, we've captured all of the ugly like, children and we I will now like kill them. I feel like you could have just left it at state home for the ugly and they trap them and put them in the state home for the ugly. And then yeah. they like have to live there and it's like not great. Yeah, it's, yeah. But I no. don't think you had to like, the only thing that they could go further is if it showed them like putting them in gas chambers yeah, and like no. tattooing their arm. Like, yeah, but the way that we know that these garbage pail kids will be murdered is uh, they, they're all crying as they sit. They're, they're putting children in cages because this was Donald Trump's America. Uh, <laughs> 1987. Donald yeah, 1987. Trump's America. I mean, look, it was his America back then. Let's um, be, it's been his America yeah. for a while, guys. Was he on TV at that point or was he just like famous fame let's figure out when when was art of the deal on tv um are you googling this i'm trying to find stuff from 1987 <laughs> um but yeah regardless he also uh doug does do a a, a passable ronald reagan impression 
which was interesting. Uh, so, okay, we may I may have uncovered the tie. What have you got? Oh, so Donald Trump in 1987 at age 41 steps out of a helicopter, and what does he do? Talks about how he can fix America. Look, listeners. It's, in retrospect, first campaign speech. Yeah, what did he know? Uh, <laughs> you know, Saying this is... not blonde is messing with me. I don't... Mm. Oh, yeah, like when he had, like, the brownish hair? Yeah, that's what he it's had. Very, yeah, it's very strange. Because, um, like, he... He looks more just, like... human. Yeah. But it makes the things about him that normally are, like, covered by the tan and the hair more prominent. Like, yeah, the exactly. eyes and the mouth. Yeah, so it's, it's like... Yeah. Looking at old pictures of Donald Trump is so funny, because, like, oh, he didn't always look like he does now. And then in the same breath, you go, oh, that's why he looks like he does now. Mm-hmm. Like, he's... It's definitely, like, the distract by doing something crazier. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like, it definitely... It, you understand why he does what he does. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Whew, yeah, it's uh, not like, a great I, look. I can't make eye contact, but people don't notice that. They notice the green hair. Yeah. he. Un- okay, It's I'm- called masking. <laughs> he looks like strangely boyish in some of these videos as well. But also like 80. Yeah. It's, it's that very strange. It's that kind of person who looks like a child and like an octogenarian all at once. I know we're skipping ahead, but I have something to say about the end of this video. No, uh, okay. I was. Are we going to talk about the end now? Because we. Yes. Whoa. Okay. I yeah. have a lot to say, but I want to start with this. <laughs> I love when he gets old, how he didn't have a gray wig, so he just <laughs> he just goes for the blonde. <laughs> he puts one. a bottle on a blonde one. <laughs> it's and, like, so good. The thing is, is that he could have like put like a filter on. He could have done a black and white filter, done something. He could have come up with something or bought a gray wig at Party City, but instead he's like, they won't notice. Like I it's only have again, two wigs. The, the my audience expects so little of me that me even putting on a wig will be enough for them. Yeah. It's this is the point where I was like, okay, this video, this truly is something special. Because so yeah, at the end of the Garbage Pale Kids movie, um, Doug, I'm sure, says some horrible thing that we're all forgetting. Um and then he goes like, Well, at least the movie's over. And then a portal to hell opens up. And or heaven. Or heaven. We can say, it. yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, then Doug solves the cube from uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yeah, and then the <laughs> I would love it if just one of the uh, one of the demons in Hellraiser just like is the nostalgia <laughs> critic. Um, but anyway, uh, that's so stupid. It just it's also pretty funny though. Um, Cinnabite Doug is no good. I would, I, I'm, I can't stop thinking about Cinnabite Doug. So we're going to instead <laughs> talk about what happens. So we, we get him like making a weird face over like a weird portal green screen. And we cut to Doug's house, but with the exposure turned up. So it looks like everything is glowing, but not up enough to where you can tell that his wig isn't blonde. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> And he, he walks into a room and he goes like, where am I? And do you, would you like to tell the people who greets him? Um. So first, there's a couple of people there, I will say. There's a couple of entities among yeah, us. Numerous characters, all of whom are uh, among us. Ooh, uh, 
but all yeah. of whom are sussy baka. And, <laughs> <laughs> and one of these being bum reviews. Or the, the not bum reviews, but guy in the wig. Yeah, it's Doug wearing the bum reviews wig because he only or has. Or Joker a, wig, or he has yeah. two wigs. Yeah, he has two wigs, both of which make an appearance in the last mm-hmm. minute of this video. He has a short blonde curly one and a long black one he doesn't brush. But yeah, so. Yeah, he's like greeted by Doug, but in a wig. And he goes Who's like. He's eating Cheerios too. Yeah, it's, it's like as in strange. the sequel to Cheerios. That's that's how I interpreted it. That's how I interpreted it. And I'm like, did he go through the effort of like prop designing, or is this like what's just, the deal? Was, actually, hang on, let me just look up Cheerios. Is Cheerios too? too a thing? Hang on, now we're just gonna let's take a quick detour real quick. Oh my god! I you found what I found, didn't you? Oh my, is that. It can't this be what I think it is. This is a piece of lore I've never found. This is Doug. Doug did a Cheerios commercial. Okay. Should we? Cheerios. I don't want to watch this live on air, but I I cannot let this go any longer. So um, so Cheerios, Cheerios 2 so, is yeah, something we, he made up for this video. And then I think it becomes an ongoing bit. That's my guess. Yeah, it looks like, like it. Ooh, someone buy me the signed one. If somebody gets a Cheerios 2 signed by Doug Walker, that'd be... And so all that Channel Awesome's description of this says is a very, very old sketch from Doug. So so how old was it? I need to know what year tell. this was it made. It looks like it might have been made before... He has... His hair's darker. Yeah, it's... For sure. This is... Oh, this is... Okay, but... So, listeners, just at home... Oh, and the film quality is worse. Yeah. But just Google Cheerios 2. And then... You will find what we found, presumably. Matt, you're going to love the way he holds a spoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I might just have to stand Doug. Oh, Doug, my brother in arms. at the very end. Doug is holding the spoon like, the same way the I same do. Way Matt does. No. This is so <laughs> but yeah. Um, the infamous spoon pick yeah the infamous we- spoon picture which echoes throughout history and i never shall escape um <laughs> you weren't even the first one yeah i like that the spoon picture is like the uh the muted trumpet from the crying of lot 49 or i'm just seeing it everywhere <laughs> like how deep does this conspiracy go like um, but yeah okay so i'm gonna watch that in its entirety later uh because yeah wow what Wait, just yeah that's gonna have to be we're gonna have to talk about that eventually. Maybe not as a whole episode. Maybe as like a bonus thing. But like, yeah. this gotta we gotta do something about like this. maybe yeah. Some week where like one of us is like going on vacations. So we can't do a full thing. We'll just record like a little a little bite for you mm-hmm. all. A, a bite of Cheerios too, perhaps uh, as we just delve into whatever's going on in that one. Because uh, yeah, so. I watched ten seconds of it muted. Yeah, but he's eating Cheerios too, and across from Doug, and kind of like tells him what is happening, which is when you watch Garbage Pail Kids, you begin to rapidly age while... Well, he doesn't say rapidly. He's like, this movie's so bad that you age while watching it. And I'm yeah. like, that's every movie, Doug. That's yeah. that's time. That yeah. is the concept of time. Yeah, Doug predicts the plot of M. Night Shyamalan's classic <sighs> movie. Old. old. <laughs> yeah, Doug goes, where am I? And he goes, you're on the island that makes you old, Doug. But, um... Yeah, and then... Immediately after we're delivered this baffling piece of information, uh, 
I I'm just watching it again now. I'm like, it's crazy. It's, but yeah. And then, so the guy like throws something at him and then, then the Doug that you brought up chimes in just to give us all his final thoughts on the world. Well, that's the same Doug. That's the first Doug. Oh, is it? It's no, the I, first Doug. Oh, I see. Aged right. rapidly. So now I his see. hair is gray. Yeah. So Doug has like a blonde curly wig, but he's trying to pass it off as like old. He's, he's older. So he he's... has like white hair. He just looks like Nancy Reagan. Like, <laughs> like and I mean, I guess she was old, but also like. Also, I love that he's under a weighted blanket. He might be allowed to say retard. Yeah, I was going to say, Doug might have the pass. But, um. I revoke that uh, comment that I made earlier. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've uncanceled Doug for this. He still said the N word. Yeah, Doug has said the N word at some. It's out there. But it's okay that he said retard because he sleeps with a weighted blanket. He's allowed to. This is all you need to be able to say it, everybody. Yeah, that's that's the R word pass. (laughs) Is a weighted blanket. The R word is twenty dollars on Amazon away. Um, Yep, be a pretty shitty weighted blanket. But look, you can. It's the principle of it, right? You know, it's. uh, But anyway, I will say up to this point, this is a lot of editing for Doug. Yeah, he's. He's starting to put work into these videos, and yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. For sure. Uh, so on his deathbed, the the CD or DVD of Garbage Pail Kids talks to him. Yeah, because Doug goes like, at least I'm dying because I'm old. I've been on the island that makes me old, and so I, I won't have to think about the movie anymore. And then like 2001 A Space Odyssey style, he's visited by, uh-huh. by the Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. Uh, the Garbage Pail Movies DVD. Yeah. Like, just the disc, Which, not yeah. even the case. Not even the, the case. Disc. It's kind of, like, floating in the air. And um, too big in ratio. Like, it's... Yeah, I like that he clearly... Like, he didn't do what he should have done, which is just tape it to a string. And instead... Yeah, that would have been <laughs> that would have been way funnier if there was a string that was... Yeah. CG taped to a string. He's, like, pulling the string on the other end, so it's, like, moving up and down yeah. while it talks. Like, with, like instance, googly eyes on it. Yeah, I'd love that. You say, like... A, the Lego movie, its funniest joke is when a character comes back as a ghost and there's just a string holding him up the whole time. It's great. That's a very funny bit. But instead, yeah. he seems to have, like, he put it on the ground in front of a green screen and then cut it out and put it back in because there's, like, a piece mm-hmm. missing from the DVD as it's, it's floating. unnecessary work that makes it less good. Yeah. Because it doesn't look any better. But it also... It doesn't look bad in a way that looks intentional and charming. It just looks bad in a cheap way. And then the DVD turns Doug into a fat blunt. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It does. It look. Does that not look like one? Yeah, Doug goes like, oh my God, it's turned me into a swisher sweet. Like, <laughs> it's turned me into a backwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Doug goes, uh, and I quote, it's turned me into what the movie always was. A dirty piece of crap. And uh, then we get the final, like, we get, like, the ending credits. It's a shitty, by the way, it's, like, a shitty MS Paint. He tried to draw crap, but it's, like, weirdly tapered at the end. Yeah, it's... So it lo- it does look like a blunt. Yeah, Doug, like, needs to consult his physician, is all I have to say. But, like, it's, it's yeah, very Yeah, what's strange. going on? Yeah. If that's what he said, hmm. 
I don't want to continue down this train of thought. There, but I don't like it anyway. <laughs> it's bad. Let me tell you, everybody. What's going on with the nostalgia critics? Colon. He needs to learn how to draw shit better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, but yeah, it's wow. We like we just went through that video in its entirety mm-hmm. for like a half hour, almost. We were focused. Anyway. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, so now on to another 45 minutes of Wait, anything Wait, can we else. talk oh. about that? So the kid's name is Dodger. Oh, right, yeah. The the pedophile's name, Tangerine. Yeah, it's it's very strange. I don't like it. I don't remember any of the rest of their Tangerine's names. boyfriend is named Juice. Um, and then uh, there's actually a flash forward at the end of the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Uh, and it's just the O.J. Simpson chase. <laughs> um, and then it's revealed that Tangerine has been uh, stabbed multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, O.J. Simpson murdered his wife because she was trying with, to seduce 12-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that would be so funny. It's just at the trial. Like, instead of comes out? Instead, instead of, of like, him, yeah, instead of him being like, I didn't do it, be like, I did it because she's a pedophile. Yeah, Crazy. like it, instead of like the reveal where they like show that like the pro- the lead officer on the case was like insanely racist and just like said the n word all the time, mm-hmm. they were just like, now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, take a look at this, and it's just like a video of like Nicole Brown Simpson just like picking up twelve year olds at elementary schools. It's, <laughs> it's literally the scene from Garbage Pail Kids. Where they're in the car. It's, it's the exact scene just with Nicole Brown Simpson in it instead. Um, Not even. They just cut to the scene of garbage buckets <laughs> and imply that it's Nicole Brown Simpson. Because like not- juice is juice in the movie. Yeah, exactly. It's like clearly the creators of the movie were trying to tell us something. Um, yeah, juice does frequently say that he wants to kill someone. So the signs were all there, everybody. I'm actually, was this, was this after the OJ case? When did that happen? Was that the early 90s? Was the Alan movie Dershowitz would have been before. Hang on. Uh, the so the movie came out in eighty seven. The trial happened in ninety five. Okay, I couldn't remember if the nineties was when he did that and when he was arrested for like the thing that they actually got him on or not. Um, let's take a look. Yeah, uh, it was. Hmm. yeah it was it, this was like peak oj yeah too. this was like when he was a big big famous person would be 87 yeah, so it's I, weird to name a character juice for a different reason than it's weird to name it now yeah it's it's still odd um it's a what was the did you ever see any of uh juice Wait, that, i'm oh. so stupid tangerine juice orange juice oj yeah Look, the signs this were is, there. That's what I'm saying. This is they, crazy. You were trying to tell us something. I don't know what, but it's. Do we need to watch the Garbage Pail Kids movie in its entirety? Yeah, I. <laughs> to we, uncover the truth of the O.J. Simpson trial. Look, if that's what we have to do, then I mean, R.I.P. Nicole Brown Simpson. But someone stronger than me will have to piece these. <laughs> have to piece this together. Um. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, they even have like the, they have the pedophilia angle too. So they've covered Alan Dershowitz as well. Like they, every, <laughs> no one in this case is coming out unscathed. If you watch the garbage pail kids. No, the right everyone's framework. a bad guy. 
Yeah, Except just for like Dodger, me. who gives the sick burn of you're ugly. Yeah, of, sorry, pedophile, I'm not attracted to you anymore. Which, sorry, pedophile, you're ugly. It carries with it the worrying implication that, that it's okay if the children are attracted to the pedophiles, which I would like to be clear for everybody at home. It's not. That's not the case. I was reading because I get very manic at like 3 a.m. and can't sleep. So I'm like, ah, just some casual viewing and then put on like deep dives into cases. Oh, yeah. Um, That like random YouTubers I've never heard of have done. And most of the time they're like factually inaccurate and I'm like correcting them in my head. It's no good. Um, It's not a healthy thing that I do. But well, <laughs> one YouTuber said the phrase consenting minor. And I was like, oh, no, that's <laughs> not good. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, I don't like that. That's those are two words that I do not like hearing next to each other. In any <laughs> case, um, it's like how uh, when I was a lifeguard, we learned about uh, the concept of implied consent, which is what it actually is. Is uh, you know, if someone's like unconscious, you have implied consent to do life saving procedures yeah. on them. But oh boy, it's such a rough name. Because they were like, all right, now turn in your little, like, training handbooks to the page on implied consent. I was like, on on what now? Like, yeah, it's the chapter where they say uh, you can't be sexually assaulted if you're married. Yeah. Say, that's yeah, implied consent. The chapter, they just have, like, different skirt lengths. Like, <laughs> whew, What was she was, wearing? The yeah. lifeguard chapter? <laughs> this woman is drowning. Well, what was she wearing? Uh, <laughs> maybe she deserved it like, maybe she what, was asking for yeah, it I, like, I don't know a swimsuit well it sounds like she was asking <laughs> if you don't want to drown don't wear a swimsuit right like the only uh, thing that's asking to drown is if she was wearing bricks tied to her foot in which yeah. case in that case yeah fair I mean, enough i'm like, gonna i'm gonna have some questions for you when i get you out of the pool i'm like hey how did this, this a fashion choice yeah <laughs> how did this occur <laughs> um yeah i like i do like that though the idea of like a mob <laughs> boss who's like caught on the like on the docks tying bricks to someone's feet it's like no no it, it's a fashion choice like, <laughs> we're trying to have Celebr- a new line and then like celebrities pick up on it and everyone's wearing like bricks on their shoes yeah, and the kardashians are all just like dead within a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> the mob is able to take out every target they've ever had by just like throwing them in the ocean they don't even have to do anything else <laughs> and they're paying us to do it yeah uh, <laughs> Uh, I rewatched The Irishman a couple days ago. What a great movie. Um, I haven't seen it. I, really? Mm-hmm. You you should watch it. Yeah, I was doing it to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. And as a bit, I was like, I should watch The Irishman. And then I was like, damn, I, I should watch The Irishman. Hey. So I did. So, um, Matt, we, we have to talk about Gossip Girl. Okay, okay. It's, is it time for me to... It's Gossip Girl. This is a new possibly segment on the show, which is... What's going on in Gossip Girl and Matt's Watch? Okay, so... What episode are you on? Go ahead and tell me. I only watched the pilot so far, because what happened is... Good, good, good. I, uh... So last night, not last night, two nights ago, I was sitting down, I was like, I should watch something, and (laughs) I saw The Wire on my list. And I was like, okay, The Wire is a very good show, frequently mentioned in the same breath. I absolutely love that in the Discord, you were like, The Wire, bad, but Gossip Girl? I... Yeah, so here's so I watched The Wire. I, I watched the first 30 minutes of the pilot, and it is some of the worst TV I've ever seen. If you like it, you have brain damage if you like this show. So we sometimes is it struggle. Is like boring with, or? It's boring. It's badly written. So that's one thing you cannot say about Gossip Girl is it is not boring. There is oh. not a second of peace in that pilot. Especially no time the pilot. is wasted. 
No. Yeah. Every second is like a bomb drop. Yeah. It's so, crazy. We sometimes struggle to figure out what we want to clip for these episodes. But I'm going to tell you now. Let's clip this. Gossip Girl is better than The Wire. Uh, oh, and you 100% can quote me on this. easily. It is a way better show. The, the first scene in The Wire is just like the cop talking to a black teenager whose friend has been shot and just like repeating everything that the teenager says, but like in a more articulate way where he's like, what was the name of the gentleman that was shot? And he goes, oh man, we, we called him Boogie. He goes, ah, this, this gentleman who, whose mother took the time to christen him and like gave the name, but who you call Boogie was shot last night. Am I correct? And he's like a British actor. He's trying to do an American accent. And he's bad at that mm. to say nothing of the Baltimore accent. He is attempting on top of Ooh, that. Rough. It is awful. I do not like the show. Gossip Girl, on the other hand, <laughs> in the first 10 minutes, there are three licensed songs. It mm-hmm. is nonstop oh, acting. The amount of pin drops in this show. <laughs> and it's, it's incredible. Great because it's like, it started in 2007. So it's like childhood songs that I haven't heard of in like 10 years. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm like watching Gossip Girl. I'm like, ooh, this is bringing me back. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no. So Gossip Girl is way better. It was much more engaging. The characters were far more interesting. Uh, oh yeah, that's another scene that happens in uh, the opening, like in the beginning of The Wire is our introduction to a character is him talking on the phone. He's going like, what? No, I'm not going to pay that that price for this shit. That's an outrageous price. And then he takes his phone and like holds it up against his crotch. He's like, you hear that? That's my dick in your ear. I was like, this is, this is considered great television. How did this happen? What? It reminds me... Of the uh, one of the new Halloween releases, where uh, the dad in it, it opens with him just going, ah, "I got peanut butter on my penis." That's like yeah. one of the opening lines. Exactly, Very it's that. Like that kind of energy. Where I was like, "I don't, I don't like this show. This is bad." Um, and Idris Elba plays like the one black man in the universe of The Wire who like wears glasses and speaks in full sentences from what I've been able to tell we're like yes he runs the entire city of Baltimore's crime syndicate and he just like it's like hello boys like he just speaks like a normal human being unlike everyone else in the show it's very strange because like it flip-flopped rapidly between like capturing actual like slang and the way that people speak and just being like well these people are just like they're basically animals who don't understand anything I was like, wow this is really rough i know it's a show about cops so its politics are going to be questionable at times but oh yeah it was wild um gossip girl on the other hand uh was not there was not a racist character to be seen in the first episode um, i'm trying to think if there is a racist character not that i can think of i feel like yeah there's the problematic group, characters for a variety of other reasons but specifically yeah. racism yeah, I've got to say, think of a black character, and I can't think of one of those either. Well, but the though, problem so. is, like Gossip Girl, it's 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 all about like New York wasps. It's the same as like yeah, how you're yeah, not going to okay, have that much, makes sense. That makes it's sense, the same yeah. as how you're not going to have much representation in like Dunkirk. It's like yeah, these were all like pallid boys mm-hmm. from England. Of course, there's not many black people or women in this. Like yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I I'll say I liked it. I was watching it at first, in like the first half of the pilot, I was like, okay, I get it. It's like a show about like. Sort of like the mm-hmm. hollowness of these people's lives. And there's no real like good or bad guys. And then one character attempts to rape two women in like the span of 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, maybe oh, there's crazy. bad guys in this show. Um, oh. But I want you to know that by the end of this show, they try and get you to root for that guy. Oh, I was afraid of that. The redemption, the amount 
that they have to give to this character to make him even somewhat likable is crazy. And after like one season, they just don't bring up the the like attempted rapes at all. Yeah, that rocks. Because yeah, the, one of the last scenes in this first episode is uh one of the girls that he attacked, like walking away crying with the other one who's like come to save her. And he's like, never come near her again. And he goes, whatever, you slut. Like I, <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to see the redemption mm-hmm. arc that this guy gets. But yeah, no, it was. And it he might wears been, scarves. Yeah, he wears no scarves. Good. It might it might be the perfect television show. Just from like oh, the pilot I've seen, I was like, sucked it's into like this. Schlocky. It's the writing isn't good. Uh, yeah, but all it the characters knows exactly are dislikable, and um, that's what it wants to be. Yeah, yeah. And I do like that. I didn't. I didn't realize when I first signed on that Gossip Girl was going to be like the omniscient Greek chorus. Uh, that was an interesting yeah. turn. So so that character does kind of evolve where it goes. It's it still is that, but it becomes more obvious what they know i guess if that okay, makes sense yeah because like Cause in it's, this... it's like how do you how do you have eyes everywhere there'll be a private conversation like in someone's home between two people and then gossip girl will be like so i guess all that glitters yeah. isn't gold yeah like in the first yeah in the first episode <laughs> like they're at a bar in a hotel so it's like i guess possibly conceivable that these <laughs> characters would be seen speaking but like these two characters like off to the side in this like hotel bar and one of them like gives a hug and then the gossip girl immediately chimes in she's like you may have won her over for now but who knows how long <laughs> this will last and it's like oh, this is so that is cool. a problem that the show has is they can't decide if gossip girl is one of them or a narrator yeah like which... if gossip girl is a character or a god who <laughs> yeah. knows which i like i like the omniscient to all knowing surveillance state of gossip god girl. i wish that this ended with them revealing that gossip girl was god and it took like a weird lost oh, turn where it gets god like god is a woman type thing um yeah. <laughs> all the characters are dead this is like their purgatory mhm ooh that would be so cool i would um, love that yeah <laughs> but it was genuinely insane and I was having a blast the whole way through. Um, and it has my favorite character even appears in episode one, Rufus. We stay on Rufus. He's the only good parrot in the first season. Oh, yeah. Great dude. Uh, shout out to Rufus. <laughs> He's cool. The other parents, less. Yeah. like the, the other, it's so fun. Yeah. This show is really bad at like writing complicated characters, at least intentionally. All of the characters it wants us to like unambiguously come across as very complicated. And then the characters who I think should be complicated are just evil. Like one character's mom just like walks out and she goes like, oh, you look fat in this dress. You should put on the one that I picked for you. And it's like, wow. Oh, it's crazy. It is so cool. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of like, it's your fault your dad left kind of. like, Yeah. Or like, it's your fault your mom died is like a thing a dad says to a character oh, at one yes. point in this. It's cr- like... There's some prime of yeah. complicated parents where they're like, they're people too, and you should love your parents and respect them as people. And they're just doing like not unforgivable things, but just like batshit crazy things. Yeah, like the sort of thing where it's like, I, I, exactly. Yeah, it's not like I can't forgive you for this, but like, how did this occur to begin with? What is the yeah. series of events that led us to this? Mm-hmm. Although I will say, I mean, it is also, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it is working in some like, good just like all wasps are evil type uh type of commentary i do like that because there is not a likable character other than rufus in the pilot 
yeah, I guess Jenny's likable in the pilot. Yeah, but Jenny's like all that she does is almost get old. raped. Yeah, yeah, she's fourteen and almost gets raped. Yeah. So side like, note: I was watching that. I she's I, not going to be the bad guy. Yeah. Immediately after this, I was like texting one of my friends. I was like, "Okay, dude, you need to watch Gossip Girl." <laughs> uh, and he was like, "Man, I have never once considered this. What is it even about?" So I tell him, "I'm like, I tell you know, it's like it's all about the drama of these kids at a private school, uh, and Gossip Girl was like some Greek chorus who's mocking them the whole time." And he goes like, oh, okay, so it's like Euphoria. I'm like, yeah, except like in this, rape scenes don't actually occur. Uh, Whereas like in Euphoria, what would have happened is like Jenny would have like taken off her top and been naked and then looked at the camera and gone, reminder, this character is 14, but the actress is 18. And then the scene would have carried on. Like, Yeah, no, this is aware of what it is. That's like, I don't think it tries too hard to be something it's not. Yeah, It knows it's shitty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, it it features a character in the show saying, Gossip Girl, isn't that for chicks? Like, in the pilot. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. And it's working on me. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's perfect. I might just, yeah, we might just have Gossip Girl Watch be the way our palate cleanser on these episodes. Um, You comparing it to a Greek chorus makes me want to compare it even more to Bridgerton. (laughs) Just like... It's the same show, guys. It's the same show. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, so I will absolutely, I will not be watching The Wire. Let me be clear, everybody. But I will be watching Gossip Girl going forward. So expect <laughs> update take. on this. Excellent take. Yeah. Um, I, ooh, I'm suddenly thinking, we should change our outro. I'm, I'm suddenly considering like an outro. It's like XOXO Gossip Doug or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, we'll see. We will see. I we might have see. already thought of that. I don't remember. You but. did. Put did that in it? the yeah. So you yeah, see, I and didn't... then we already have an episode called XOXO Gossip Grift. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And yet, uh, how far we've come, uh, you mm-hmm. know, in a mere mere few months. Um, also, don't you love like that? The poor family's dad is a rock star and owns a art studio an art in gallery. a giant loft in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it has it. Uh, that's just the sort of thing that you just need to like forgive any mm-hmm. show set in New York for. Because it wants to have a cool setting where they can film cool and interesting scenes with good and interesting backgrounds. Yeah, like New York is an undeniably – it's a romantic city. It is a city Mm -hmm. that is good for setting stories in. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, yeah, it does mean that – Well, it's good at setting stories in an idolized version of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the real New York, like, it's just like the episode of Seinfeld where they're all stuck on the subway. Like, that's that's the actual New Mm -hmm. York experience. But um, (laughs) – man, what a great episode. What a great show. How awesome is Seinfeld? A, a show which also has this problem, actually, where it's like, you know, these characters who are supposed to be, like, kind of bums who don't do much. I guess, like, Elaine has a job, but they all just sort of, like, live in nice New York apartments. It's the sort of thing you just gotta, you gotta get around that. Uh, so you can focus on the the real meat of the plot. There is, uh, by, by the rapist character, who is named Chuck Bass, by the way. Yeah. He says the incredible line, so smoke up and seal the deal with Blair because you're also entitled to tap that ass. Yeah, that that's the first episode. Yeah. I, yeah. He he's the only character where like the writer's just like, like, well, we need an unambiguously evil character. Like the first thing he says, he's just like sitting with a guy and he's talking about this girl who's returned to New York after a year away. He's like, she's so innocent. Don't you just want to like defile her and it's like yeah it's crazy whoa chuck dial it back we are on a public bus 
Like It's also very funny that they ride a public bus in this because they never do again. They're yeah. always in a limo. <laughs> well, it's just, it's the only reason they do it is so they can speak to the one, the poor character. So they can like see him and establish it's that they true. have like a hostile relationship. With that is, that is, um, I love the idea of rich people going into like, public transport just to make enemies with poor yeah, people i must find a nemesis <laughs> i must find a poor nemesis a yeah. foil if you will the best thing about public transportation in new york is you will absolutely find a homeless person who's willing to fill that role like if you just approach a random guy talking to himself on the subway and you're like would you like to be my enemy he will kill you then and there <laughs> <laughs> like, um, <laughs> uh, how awesome is new york uh, New York might rock. I just, yeah. Hot take. I might like the city of New York. Um, <laughs> Scalding. Yeah, I was going to say, unlike every person from New York who will not shut the fuck up about it, I uh, I think that New York's a pretty cool city. Here's enough, another awful uh, Chuck line. Someone, he goes, who's the newbie? And then oh, a girl yeah. responds, Jenny Humphrey, she's a freshman. This is I, the girl he later attempts to assault, or does assault, attempts to rape. And I, he goes, I, I love freshmen, they're so... And the girl, and the girl responds, goes, fresh? It's so good. <laughs> it's uh, crazy. Okay, hang on. I'm just... I might, I'm just going to go to IMDb and like look up quotes from the- Oh, I'm doing that right now. Is that where you're pulling these from? Uh Uh-huh. I'm just pulling the craziest ones from this. Yeah. I'm just, I'm thinking, yeah, okay. So I'll just let you, I'll let you handle this, but oh, it's- Here's a, for, if you've never seen Gossip Girl, the, the omniscient voiceover, the Greek chorus is- like a Greek chorus, except it talks in a weird, if a valley girl thought she could do poetry way. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. one is like, why so thirsty? Yes, you may have one B over, but I still think you're hiding something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, a person who like reads Sylvia Plath's like Wikipedia page and goes like, OMG, she's just like me for real. Um, also, I love that the nicknames are like SB and then Lonely Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I didn't even I didn't even think about that. That's a very good point. Uh, she's like she said she's like well I can't keep going for letters because I'm gonna run out of those real quick. So this guy's lonely boy. Sorry, this guy has never gotten pussy. Yeah, I love that though. That she like seems she knows that he's had a crush on this character since third grade. Somehow she's like I I can see everything. (laughs) Like these are my friends, Juice Tangerine, and never been fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's very much like a uh I mean honestly it's like a nickname that a character in the first episode of The Wire would have. Where's like, get this great? The character who died was named Incel? Like, yeah, I mean, that's what we named him. He's like, but why would you call him Incel? Uh but yeah, it's oh, man, I'm so angry at the pilot of the wire for not being good. For not I, being as good as the pilot to Gossip Girl. Yeah, for not being as good as the pilot of Gossip Girl, which, I mean... It's a high bar. It, yeah, that is a very high bar. It's hard uh-huh. to clear that bar of quality. But oh, I was expecting more of you, The Wire. Uh, critically acclaimed TV show from 2007, or whenever The Wire aired. Um, hey, it's same time as... This came from 2007. Let's oh, yeah, on. I think The Wire was like 2002. It was a little earlier. Let's see. Let's take a look. Uh, 2002. 2002 to 2008. There is a couple years of overlap, but... I'm going to pull some quotes from their IMDb page, just so everybody understands what I'm whining about when I talk about the pilot and how bad it is. Okay, here we go. So, um, yeah, 9.3 stars out of 10. I disagree. Let me be clear. Uh, Okay. 
There's the episode. And list. what what does the pilot of Gossip Girl have? Probably not very high. Yeah. And that's upsetting. It says a lot about society, don't you think? It says a lot about society that Gossip Girl's pilot is only a seven point five out of ten. Genuinely, I do I'm not even joking when I say I think that is the product of sexism. Like this I was gonna also say that, but I don't know. Like I unironically believe this. Okay, let's find it. So let's see. Uh here we go. Okay. Yeah, so here's the top quote. Uh, Detective William Bunk Moreland to McNulty. There you go, giving a fuck when it ain't your turn to give a fuck. Dude, that's so cool. Oh, hang on. They have... they have. Oh, the, so there are some cool ones. Is this from the pilot? Yeah, this is, this is from the pilot. But these are like lines that are delivered with a straight face is the problem. Like, this show thinks it's being very, very... I deep. will say... Gossip Girl does have the advantage of Blake Lively playing one of the lead characters, and she's just incredibly charismatic. Like, what yeah, are you going to say? Do? It's very not hard. Like her. Yeah, it's very hard not to like get pulled in. Okay, wait. Exactly. Here, and like, have... oh no, go Serena ahead. does some shitty things, but because it's played by Blake Lively, you're like, how bad can she be? Oh, I can't stay mad at you, Blake. Come here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, what the other characters do too. To her? So I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So here are the first lines in The Pilot of the Wire, which uh, the quote on IMDb so generously informs us in brackets, first lines. Uh, Detective James Jimmy McNulty. So your boy's name was what? Snot Boogie's friend is how he's credited, apparently. <laughs> Snot. That's amazing. You called the guy Snot? Snot Boogie, yeah. Snot Boogie? He liked the name? What? Snot boogie? Like this is the opening to the show. It's all like this. It's just characters repeating themselves. The kid does not answer. Detective McNulty. This kid, whose mother went to the trouble of christening him Omar Isaiah Betts. You know, he forgets his jacket, so his nose starts running. And some asshole, instead of giving him a Kleenex, calls him Snot. So he's Snot forever. Doesn't seem fair. Snot's friend. Life just be that way, I guess. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah, it's it's awful. The Let's the ending of that, that scene. Yeah. To the first lines of Gossip Girl. Yeah, have you got it? says, I got it. Oh, perfect. Hey, Upper East Siders, Gossip Girl here, <laughs> and I have the biggest news ever. One of my many sources, Melanie91, <laughs> sends, sends us this. Spotted at Grand Central, bags in hand, Serena Vander Woodson. Was it only a year ago our eight girl mysteriously disappeared for, quote, boarding school? And just as suddenly she's back. Don't believe me? See for yourself. Lucky for us, Melanie91 sent proof. Thanks for the photo, Mel. You know what yeah. that gives us? Backstory, setup, characters, plot. You know what the opening lines of The Wire gives us? A weird nickname. Yeah, a weird nickname. And just sort of like, a, it goes like society, man. Like, is the, the last line of like the intro to the pilot. I mean, like that like intro scene is a reveal that like Boogie was shot because he robbed their crap game. Like they were shooting craps. Uh-huh. And they do this in the same spot every week. And Boogie every week shows up once they put up some money and then grabs the money and runs. Uh, and uh, and they just caught him now? Like, it's so, the same every the week. Shouldn't you it, catch him, like, week two? So, to Detective McNulty's credit, he asks the same question. He was like, okay, why, good. why did you let him keep coming? Uh, and they just go, and the character just goes, shit, man, it's America. You got to. And that, like, that, and so, that's like, it's society moment. And then it cuts to the intro, which I'd like to note, I was judging this based on the standard set by The Sopranos, because that's what I'm expecting out of my intros now, I want a good song playing instead of whatever was playing over the intro to The Wire. Awful music, weird stock footage of computer screens and people taking fingerprints. Very bad. 
I does Gossip do Girl like do a lot of telling instead of showing? Yeah. Is that not great? Yeah. But you have to admire the efficiency in which they can pump out a plot line. Yeah, I was going to say. And The Wire isn't any better about telling instead of showing. Like, one of the characters, we just have the detective explicitly say to another character, like, yeah, he runs the entire South Project. And the other guy goes, you mean drugs? He goes, yeah. Like, he goes, like, that's like... What if he was like, no? Yeah, no. <laughs> He's just no, a he, landlord. Like, housing... <laughs> He's actually the garbage man, and really, it's a really integral part to our society. And if you'll notice that when garbage workers go on strike, society breaks down at large. Like, have you seen New York when that happens? It's no good. <laughs> I look, look, The Wire might just rock if it was just about strike breakers instead of, like, like instead of narcotics officers. Arguably um, less evil. Arguably less racist. Yeah, well, I was going to say, less racist, <laughs> probably the same amount of evil. It just goes in different directions. Whereas, like... Whereas cops, like, pretend that they're only racist and they don't actually, like, serve the interests of the upper class as well. Strike breakers are just like, yeah, I just love not only beating up black people, but also poor white people. I'll beat up anyone. Um, and they don't have to, like, pretend that they're feeling threatened. They're just like, yeah, he just wanted to be paid more, so I killed him. Um, <laughs> man, it would have rocked to be a, a Pinkerton in, like, the 1930s. Like... <laughs> You just show up to work one Famously day and like, yeah. good time to be alive, 1930s. Well, like, like I'm saying, like, look, if, it would have been a great time to be Pinkerton because, like, you show up to work one day and they're just like, yeah, the coal miners want to not be, like, ground into the dust for a living. Here's a submachine gun. Like, I, look, I would have done might it. Be maybe. Correct. Who can say? Maybe I would have just been evil if given the opportunity. Um... I have a question. Are you implying that you're not evil and don't have the opportunity? Okay, good point. But you know, I would have been like evil in a way that like served the evil upper class. Evil in the macro sense. Yeah, you're evil micro in the evil. I'm evil in the micro. I'll say rude things to you. I'll say bad things on my podcast. I'll offend you if you like The Wire, maybe. Uh, but I will never kill a striking union worker. Uh, and in that way, I'm different unless from... Unless they're a pedophile. Unless in they're which a pedophile. Case. In which case, all bets are off. I'll pull an O.J. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> um, Call back. I do like that. Now the idea, like, O.J. Simpson's defense is just like, Your Honor, my wife was going to go on strike. And they're just like, well, we can't be having that. Like, acquitted. Uh, like, I have, like, a glove here. I have, like, racist clips from the cops. Isn't He's that like, just, nope. like, what the Rockefellers did for literally years yeah didn't one of the rockefellers whichever one was vice president he died while having sex yeah he died while having sex after he tried to That's kill cool. gerald ford yeah i think it was new york also magazine cool. who was like uh who like said i like the their... killing of gerald ford yeah well and it said... rocks that he had sex directly afterwards and died but yeah no they said like uh what was it he thought he was coming but actually he was going is like the actual headline that um, that's really good it's that rocks that a newspaper could just publish that about a former vice president who died. Like we need to return to that time period. I want the press to actively just start being rude to everyone again. I was watching like celebrity. I was getting very invested in um like what was going on with celebrity drama in like the early 2000s. It is. It's a fascinating world, it's right? Psychotic. So like it started by me spending like five hours between the hours of four and nine a.m. um researching and putting together a timeline on amanda Bynes and why i think she should or shouldn't be in a conservatorship and then i decided she shouldn't and then it got terminated so i not gonna say i had, I had anything to do with it but say, like, look you were yeah 
I, I came to the same conclusion. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I just love like the press from that era and just how it was just absolutely insane. Like, oh, it's crazy. You look at like One the, the cover things- of like Britney Spears. I still uh-huh. remember this headline. So I am for the listeners at home a very thin man. I am emaciated. People have commented on this my entire life. When I was younger, I developed a slouch because if I stood up straight, my ribs would poke through my shirt. But I saw a picture of Britney Spears and she's skinnier than I am now. Mm -hmm. And the headlines are like, is Britney letting herself go? Her disgusting stomach. And it's like, it was insane. It was vile. Absolutely Um, vile. However, (laughs) enthralling. It's it was a much better era for entertainment, just a worse era for society. the health of well, society in writ large. Eh, yeah. Maybe not. Who knows? I was going to say the health of media. No, I don't know. It was different. The um, health of our cultural narratives. That did make me think of freshman year, a guy, my, so my high school was broken up where all of the freshmen were at one school and then sophomore through seniors were at a different school. Right. So all of the freshmen, it was only freshmen there, which sucked because like oh, freshmen oh, suck. No. Yeah. That's just evil. Um, no good. Very probably bad. Probably cut down on the amount of like seniors dating freshmen, which yeah, is a good probably thing. Cut so down shout out to that. Shout out to your school for uh, taking anti Chuck Bass action. But um, the Chuck Bass Act. <laughs> <laughs> the law is named after him and not his victim for some reason. <laughs> it's very <laughs> weird. Yeah, this is the Ted Bundy Act. <laughs> Ted's um, law. But a guy, a guy comes up to me in the hallway and he goes, "Hey, girl, you anorexic?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was shocked, almost as shocked as what happened to me. The only reason that would happen to me a couple weeks ago, where someone said, "Hey, baby, uh, what's your gender?" <laughs> Was because that was outside of my front door. So I like, I wasn't expecting anyone yeah, to like make any remarks about me. But at school being just like, hey baby, you anorexic? And me being like, what? what? And then just keep walking to my class because I didn't have time. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to be late for math. <laughs> I'm going to be late for math. And also, did you think that was a compliment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, man, where was he expecting you to go with that? Because I mean, like, you can't go... You should be if they say no, because you already think that you are. And you can't and if they go say like, yes, what are they going to be like, good? Yeah, exactly. It's like, at last, um, like me, the chaser for people with anorexia, I, <laughs> I've done it again. Like, huh. This did spawn one of the first autism jokes I ever made, which was uh, an ongoing bit I had about autism chasers that several of my <laughs> friends were in on. <laughs> um. I have I have so many of my friends saying incriminating things about autistic people, <laughs> about being autism chasers. I, I have like screenshots of them saying wild things. It's I so funny. Uh, shout out to uh, Bag Fries for their running bit of saying Australian instead of autistic. Um, I really mm. like that one. That one's. Really I used to do that, but with acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> Where um, like if you're not autistic, you're electric. Yeah. Ooh. Instead okay. of like autistic or whatever. That <laughs> yeah, sucks. Yeah, mainstream. Um, but yeah, I uh um what was I gonna say? Man, that reminded me of something. Oh yeah, I had a I had a friend who called cigarettes uh, acoustic jewels, which I really liked. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that one got a laugh out of me the first time he hit me with it. Um all right, we're sort of Yeah, I think I think we're coming in for a landing. Well. Um and so, let's go ahead. In yeah. the plug zone, what do we got? We got uh, join our Discord. 
link in the show notes or on our Twitter. Our Twitter and Instagram is both at DougZoneCast. Follow us there. Um, I, I'm really thinking about starting to post on it. I did make the TikTok. Okay. Like, I made okay. an account. I haven't posted anything on it, but it does exist. So it if you exists. want to follow Doug's Uncast on TikTok, maybe I'll post something. You might do that right now because I do have a TikTok. I just never <laughs> use it at all. So it would be funny if the only account I follow that isn't like a friend from lately, high all of my podcast. TikTok, like my for you page, all of the TikToks have like four hundred likes, which isn't normal. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I think that usually it's more than that. It's the right? more popular. Yeah, normally yeah. it's only the most popular ones that most people see. But all of mine are like tiny and incredibly specific. It's like if you have mommy issues and was born at this particular time on this, and it's like my birthday, and they're like, <laughs> and you dyed your hair somehow. green and started a podcast about Doug Walker. Maybe you're autistic. Oh, like it's it's ridiculous. One of my uh, one of my old coworkers is posting about how. She can't tell the difference between romance and a toxic addiction to the chase. Um, I might, I might have to get her in touch. Coach pilled. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, okay. So we have you. Anything else? Give us five stars on the various platforms. Give us five stars on whatever you like. Um, the Instagram in particular has been popping off lately. You've been posting. Uh, clips yeah, I've been posting it. some clips. Been good. Uh, this one might be my uh, the clip of me just saying that you have brain damage if you like The Wire. Who can say? That's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty solid. And I There's stand by it. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's all that there is. So The Wire, if you liked it, you got a couple wires crossed. Oh! oh. Hey! Real wow. knee slapper! <laughs> got his ass. Um, yeah, all the people out there who like The Wire. Um but yeah, so we're going to take this one in for a landing, and I think we're going to uh, we're going to try out the new landing gear. Oh, okay. And I'm going to say XOXO. Gossip Doug? Perfect.